The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. He turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and to forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for one's life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and then he will repay all according to their conduct. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, I would like to begin with a quote by the great St. Francis de Sales. And in quote, uh, a quote to encourage us a little bit this morning. St. Francis wrote, Have patience with all things, but first with yourself. Never confuse your mistakes with your value as a human being. You are perfectly valuable, creative, worthwhile person simply because you exist. And no amount of triumphs or tribulations can ever change that. End quote. So we are challenged today by our, by our readings in the scripture. We are challenged, and because we are challenged to always be living on, in a constant state of conversion. I like to think of it sometimes as a conveyor belt of conversion. As we're going down the conveyor belt, we're on this conveyor belt, constantly being perfected by God, constantly being changed by God. And our readings today definitely point to this triple uh, conversion or this triple transformation. You can use the word transformation or conversion or divinization. You, you can use all kinds of words for it. But the fact that because we belong to God, because God dwells inside of us, because we are his adopted children, this changes us. We simply cannot remain the same but we are changed by the power of God. This triple conversion is given to us for in the, from the prophet Jeremiah, the conversion uh, or the transformation of the heart. And that's also in Psalm 63, the transformation of the heart. 
from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, um, number 12, verse 1 and 2, the transformation of the mind. And Jesus, I believe, was talking about the transformation of uh, the part of us that's deeper than our heart and deeper than our thoughts, the transformation of our soul. You know, we are more than our thoughts. We are more than our feelings, right? Because somebody's having those thoughts and feelings. So there's something deeper in our life than even our thoughts and our emotions. And that's the soul where God dwells within us. So that also, our human soul is being transformed. So there are three states, friends, right? There's justification, Sanctification and glorification. These are the three states of the human soul. So we are justified in our baptism. One of the reasons I did the sprinkling rite this morning, because it all begins with our baptize, when we are adopted into God's family. And then we are now on this phase of our existence, going through our sanctification, being made more like Jesus, being, being brought into conformity with Jesus Christ. Jesus is the big J, we're the little J. We're being changed, we're being transformed, we're being converted into the little J. And then glorification is when we meet God face to face for all eternity. We are then glorified. So the transformation of the heart. So our heart is being transformed into the heart of Jesus. Our mind. Our minds are being transformed into the mind of Jesus. Our souls. Our souls are being transformed into the, like the soul of Jesus. We are being totally changed by God. And it's so beautiful. What's in the heart of Jesus? Think about his sacred heart, his beautiful heart. What's in his heart? I, would, I just think of compassion and mercy and um, uh, sympathy and empathy. So we are to become more like that. We are to become more compassionate more sympathetic, more empathetic, more merciful, more just. All those things that are in the heart of Jesus is what we are changing into. How about the mind of Jesus? What's in the mind of Jesus? You know, he loves us. We're on his mind always. He's always thinking of us. You know, if God quit thinking about you, you wouldn't exist. You would pop out of existence. So God is always thinking about us, always loving us. He's teaching us the mind of God is to be not self-centered, but other-centered. Concerned about our neighbor. Concerned about the people who don't know Jesus. Concerned about the people who are suffering. Concerned about the people we work with, the people who live next door to us. Concerned about what's going to happen to them. That's what's in Jesus' mind. And then in the soul, you know, that soul of Jesus is human soul we are becoming more like that we are being changed by God transformed by the power of grace so it's good to know that's what our life is about this conveyor belt of conversion this constant changing and being uh, going towards God and being perfected and you know it is a, a lot of times through through suffering that we change. It's through suffering. It's through trials. It's through tribulations. When we're comfortable, you know, we don't change that much, do we? But when we have a challenge, we have a tribulation, when we have some suffering to do, 
that's going to bring about our purification and our illumination and our union with God, the threefold path of holiness. So here's three spiritual practices to uh, help you because the definition of religion is spiritual practices that bind us to God. That's what religion means. So here's three practices, or you might think of three other ones that can help us in our transformation of our heart and our mind and our soul. So for the transformation of the heart, you know, I would say ask the Holy Spirit for what you need. Look in your own human heart. What's it lacking right now? Then ask the Holy Spirit every day. Holy Spirit, help me grow in compassion. Holy Spirit, give me the grace to grow in sympathy or empathy or mercy or loving kindness. Whatever it is you're lacking, ask the Holy Spirit every day to grow in that part of your heart, that it will grow. And how about for renewal of the mind, you know? Really, there's only one way that I know, or the best way. There's other ways, of course, but it is being in the Word of God every day of your life. That's how we learn to think. That's how we learn to think like God. You know, there's a big difference between how I think and how God thinks, and we got to learn the way God thinks. And so being in the being in the scriptures every day of your life, and even I would say reading the lives of the saints. About every fourth book should be the life of a saint. So you can learn how they got to heaven, how they grew in holiness. And then how about transforming your soul? What's a spiritual practice? Well, Jesus talks about, in the, I mean, I would say go to Mass more than once a week. Yeah, go to Mass another time during the week. Go to confession once a month. But the Lord's talking about suffering today. Suffering. So both... And that's both that we take our suffering that we have, we offer it, we unite it to Jesus on the cross, and we offer it to him for the salvation of the world. It's called redemptive suffering. Our inconveniences, our real suffering, our irritations, the people that we don't like at work, we take that and unite that to Jesus on the cross. That's what we're doing here at Mass, by the way, uniting our life to Jesus on the cross. So we unite our suffering to him for the salvation of the world, and in addition to that, we take up some practices of self-denial on this earth. Self-denial. Denying ourselves something for the love of God. In order to do penance for my sins and the sins of my family, the sins of my friends, if I can take on an act of self-denial and do some kind of penance for them. Traditionally, we do that by denying ourselves meat on Friday. We just don't out of self-denial. But you could do it any day of the week. Pick a day and make an act of self-denial for God, an act of penance for your sins.